Life Happens Weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. It's uh, 1.50 on uh, SAFM, uh, 104 to 107, leading the conversation. So yesterday we woke up to news uh, as South Africans that we had lost uh, uh, the revered business icon, Dr. Richard Maponya. Maponya uh, is the founding president, was the founding president of the National African Federated uh, Chamber of Commerce and Industry, NAFCOC, which was started in 1964 to serve the interests of uh, s- small businesses. Today we ask, what are some of the pivotal business lessons uh, we can all learn from Dr. Richard Mabonya. Uh, we're talking to Debucho Di Tseho now, who is the CEO of the uh, Tseho Media. Uh, Debucho, thank you so much for your time. Let's talk about the impact, uh, whether personal or from a distance, that Dr. Richard Mabonya's uh, life as a business person had on your life. Thank you very much, Komoto, and good afternoon to your listeners. Um, Dr. Richard Maponya had quite a profound impact on the business landscape in South Africa. Um, he paved the way for um, black business in South Africa from the 1950s um, when he was um, appointed to be um, selector of, of clothing at one of these retail shops in Joburg CVD. And then he did such a great job that they didn't manage to promote him as a manager because he wasn't allowed during that time. But um, they gave him clothing to go and sell for himself. So that was the beginning of Maponya Group. And then he went into different um, kinds of businesses um, from selling dairy products in the townships. He saw a gap in the market by looking at the fact that a lot of people didn't have refrigerators. So they would um, get uh, young people on bicycles to go and deliver milk to various people in in, uh, Soweto. And it grew from there when in 1979 he um, managed to get uh, uh, land um, in Soweto and that was the birth of uh, Moponya Mall in 2007. So I think that he paved the way for many of us and even personally he was um, very impactful from the beginning of my career. Mm. Um, When I was 21 years old um, I had a meeting and I pitched um, to him a, a very, I would, I would say it, it wasn't the greatest business idea in the world, but I think he saw potential in my presentation and he told me that I have a lot of potential. Wow, he didn't make you feel small. I love that. No. Uh, but, you know, uh, but you, you, you know, let's talk about the profound business lessons that, uh, because there's a lot of uh, particularly different types of businesses. I'm focusing uh, my energy now on particularly township uh, businesses, right? Yeah. I was trying to do um, an audit for myself of the kind of businesses that I know exists in the township and how mm-hmm. we can get out of the mindset of just limiting ourselves because him buying property from what I read even in the 70s he had to find a way around a system uh, that said yeah. he as a black man could not own property uh, but you know and where there's mm-hmm. a will there's a way they say he found a way and he ended up uh, with that piece of land having Maponya Mall sit there but if, mm-hmm. if, if we are to talk about being impactful in the township economy. What pivotal lessons should we be taking from Richard Mabonya? Yeah, you've made a very... 
profound observation where you speak about him being able to work around um, the disadvantages of the policies of the apartheid era to still be able to acquire land. And I think that's something that is very important in business. It's adjusting, you know, to the environment and being able um, to make way um, with what you have. And I think the first thing that we could learn from him is disrupting the status quo. Mm. And, and I think that is something that he's been doing all of his life. Um, he's always been contrarian to the status quo and um, he was able to be one of the first people to start a a major um, shopping center in Soweto when everybody um, thought that it wouldn't work and people wanted to go and and shop in the the suburbs and so I think that's the first thing we need to do you need to look at your environment and say you know what Um, I know things are going in a particular direction I'm deciding to take it in a totally different um, um, direction and I'm going to start a business that is not here in in, in the place that I stay Mm. I think the second thing would be identifying gaps in the market and that is exactly what you've just said um you know being able to look within the environment and seeing how is it that you can add value i think one of the mistakes that we do make especially because um some of the young people do not have mentorships within the business space is that when we look at a potential relationship that we could develop um we obsess over what we could benefit as opposed to how we could add value Mm. And when you have a when you have a conversation with somebody and all you're thinking about is what you can benefit, um, you may inadvertently scare them away. And so you need to look at look at the person, study the individual, study your target market, and see that you can uh, how you can approach them. But he also uh, Richard Mabonya was not necessarily doing the kind of business that is just synonymous with uh, township business. He wasn't selling alcohol. Uh, he yeah. didn't own a pub or a tavern. Uh, He did get into the franchise business, I think, a car franchise business, uh, you know, because there's a a kind of kinds of businesses that are seemingly mushrooming a lot in uh, Mm. the township's funeral parlor, uh, but you'll always definitely find a pub and a tavern. How would you say he um, sort of in terms of his approach to the kind of businesses that he was looking and gearing himself at what should what kind of lessons should business people take from him uh, so that you know we minimize just uh, the pubs and the taverns being the only kind of businesses that exists in the township well look um, if we if we if we study him carefully we might find that um, one of the great things that he's that he's uh, skilled at is um, creating convenience and so if he found that um, you had businesses that people had to travel hours to get to and then he'll bring it to your doorstep Mm. and and perhaps if it wasn't for the apartheid regime it would have been people like Richard Mapon who was going to introduce Uber to the world Mm. because if you look at that business where he was delivering dairy products it was Uber without the cell phone technology yes in the 70s Absolutely, in yeah. the 70s. And, and, and actually, it was in the 50s. It started in the 50s when mm. we were doing that. Mm. And so, so I think that it, it would have been 
Um, uh, so I think the environment also plays a role in, in enabling us to do that. But I think we do need to look at convenience and say, look, I may not have all the capital in the world, um, but maybe let me look into the certain um, kinds of businesses that are not all over the show, that are not um, at every uh, street. And, and, and let me look at how I can uh, add value to my township and bring things closer to the people. What should we remember him for? What should uh, we always remember? Because uh, he lived a very fruitful 99 uh, years, uh, Dr. Richard yeah. Mabonya. Um, he defied odds. He defied all kinds of stereotypes. They say even on his last day, he was still giving people instructions. He was saying, go do this, go do that, go do that. Yeah. And he apparently had an ambition because uh, he did not like this over-reliance that South African young people have on the state. And he was more wanting to create apparently a, um, um, a, a school of, 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 of sorts uh, that teaches yeah. entrepreneurship. I think um, Richard, uh, Dr. Richard Maponya did, um, on, from, from what I've uh, read about him and the interviews that I've seen, he did think that they believe that government does have to intervene more to um, support township businesses. Um, and I think that we can remember him um, with something that is written on the Maponya Group website. It says that excellence is not an act, but a habit. Mm. A habit we have embraced to become our culture, which guides everything that we do. And, and, and he was one of the masters of being able to turn a vision into reality, which is, I think, the apex of leadership. And, and, I, and hopefully that is something that we can hang on to, to say that believe in things that don't exist, um, challenge your creativity, be the first one to believe in yourself, and eventually, as people see you implementing this vision of yours, um, once they see it coming into fruition, um, they will also believe in, in what you have started. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, so how do people get in touch with your business? Before we let you go, what's your business, you said? Okay, my, my main business is Detecho Media, which is a public relations agency. And if they'd like to get a hold of us, they can contact um, info at detechomedia.co.za or they could uh, follow us on all social media um, platforms. It's at Detecho Media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we can continue the conversation. And good luck with your 2020. May excellence, as Mabonya taught you, uh, not be an act, but uh, may it be a habit. Thank you so much for your Absolutely. time, Thank you, Thank you. Deboho Ditsejo is the CEO of uh, Ditsejo Media uh, and Vice President of the Public Relations Institute of Southern Africa. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I suppose we learned uh, that uh, that lesson about excellence and habits a lot in this particular hour, because even in the earlier discussion uh, that we had about letting go of sugar, uh, we're taught that excellence is not an act, it's a habit. Brings us to 2 o'clock on SAFM. Time for news with Kanyisile Manyoni.